we'll be playing Ronnie Scott's uh, Thursday, and then we'll be playing a band on the wall in Manchester on uh, Friday. Welcome to the PP UK podcast. You are back with a very special episode. Once again, we have an incredible guest joining us. In my opinion, my favorite bass player of all time. We have the incredible Ida Nielsen. Thank you for having me. Um, Ida is currently on tour around Europe and the UK. So we thought this would be a great opportunity to get her onto the podcast, talk about the dates, about her career, and see if we can get some uh, juicy information about some of those beautiful bass licks. So, Ida, I wanted to ask you about your tour so far because I know you've been doing um, some other dates around the country. Um, how do those dates normally compare to the UK? Uh, well, um, it, actually, this the fall tour we're going on is uh, the first shows of the fall, fall tour is actually in the UK. And I haven't played the UK, I think, since 2017. So so we're very excited to come back and, uh, you know, meet the UK people because, and also, you know, it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's a little special for me because we played there a lot with Prince too. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people. So it's, uh, yeah. Um, That's actually the perfect kind of segue there because I think so many people listening and I know myself and Lee attended so many of those Prince hit and run shows in the UK um I attended three of them so what was some of your memories of the London crowd and that hit and run experience because I know like that whole tour is really close to a lot of fans hearts yeah I mean it was great it was a like it was just a such a crazy cool setup with uh like Nobody knew when we were going to play. We didn't know when we were going to play. It was like the audience didn't. And then it was quickly announced. And I just think it was very uh, beautiful. And, uh, you know, the way people would line up outside the venues to get tickets. And it just created a, like a very great buzz, but also like a, a super, um, yeah, um, you know, yeah, I completely agree. Between the, the audience, too. And also the fact, I remember we had some some of the shows, we had the audience uh, attend the sound checks, too. And it was just, you know, it was a... Uh, it was a way to connect with the audience in a different way. Also because we played, like, smaller places than, than normally. So it, it was really... Uh, there was a, a, a lot more of a connecting vibe in it, you know? So... Yeah, I, I have very good memories of London, especially, but UK, actually. I, I love that point you made, because I feel like it was the same for bands, like so much of the community that I'm now a part of, and now some of the people I call my closest friends, I got to know in those queues waiting outside those venues, so it very much had the same effect on the fans as well. Um, I wanted to ask about your journey into music and your bass playing was it bass that you picked up initially how did you become the musician that you are today was was it another instrument how old were you did it come naturally i have so many questions about that 
Yeah, that's a very long story, but I'll try to uh, to <laughs> to make it shorter. I um I was very lucky uh, when I was around seven. I moved with my mom to the countryside in Denmark, and I, I attended a, a tiny little school uh, in a village. And there was a super enthusiastic uh, music teacher there, who who really uh, opened up my passion for music because um uh, I've, and but bass was not my my first instrument i i um I, I wouldn't say i studied because i was a kid but i learned piano uh, as a kid but then at, uh, but we had a lot of uh, after school activities like the choir and and at some point we got a drum kit and an electric bass at the school and everybody who wanted to got a chance to try but i actually preferred the drums I, it was not until uh, later I, I switched to the bass, and it was really a coincidence. It was one of the girls in the choir uh, I was singing in uh, was the background singer in the band, and they needed a bass player for a concert. And I was that was uh, sixteen at the time, and I I knew I tried the bass. I knew like the name of the strings and three notes, <laughs> but that was it. I couldn't really play. But I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Uh, I'll give it a go. And then, you know, it was not hard or anything, but then uh, we played and I decided to myself, I didn't particularly like to play bass. Uh, but then at the concert, there was another uh, band that was a band of these young guys who were playing funk and they made their own, like they made a version of funk anyway. Uh, and the bass player was just going in, he was slapping out like, ah, oh, that's amazing. I want to do that. And then it, then I, you know, started to see that there was maybe like other possibilities with the instrument. And then, you know, it, that's how it started. And I started to get classes and yeah, it's a long story, but, you know, it was, uh, I, I, you know, growing up, I didn't think I was going to become a bass player at all. It was not, uh, but then it just like, it just spoke to me, the music, especially funk music. It's just, I just love it. And I love your particular brand of funk as well. Your music always sounds completely different to anybody else's. Um, that mix of the rap and the hip hop elements that are thrown into the funk, I absolutely adore. I feel like when you put on an Eda album, you know who you're listening to, even if it's a track you've never heard before and no one told you who it is. Um, uh, during my research for this interview, I uh, saw that you was a big fan of uh, Mark Sanderson. I just wondered if you um, if you've ever performed with him. Marcus Anderson. No, uh, Marcus Miller. Marcus Miller, sorry, yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, we did. Uh, like we had a double bill uh, once, but we didn't perform together. But we performed back to back. I was opening for him. Oh. Uh, on one gig but yeah he's he's well i have many but he's one of my my musical heroes for sure yeah because he's uh he recently performed at uh ronnie scott's as well which you're performing at on thursday what can people expect from this tour well we're gonna we're gonna drop some funk that's for sure uh so and i've you know as i mentioned before it's uh I haven't been in the UK since uh, 2017, so uh, I feel like 
my band and me evolved since then. So uh, I'm I'm looking very much forward to to come back with some new music. And it's it's just but basically it's just going to be straight up funk. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the what should be put on the poster straight up funk. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, so that's it. But of course, with like little snippets of other stuff, and um, yeah, it's. I think it's to me, it's special. We're gonna play Ronnie Scotts, and uh, I played Ronnie Scotts with Prince, and uh, so it's it's you know it's yeah it's it's and it's so long since I've been in uh, London and in the UK, so it's um, yeah it's. Such an iconic venue as well, Ronnie Scott's um, great little intimate venue as well, and lots of yeah. icons have played there. Um, I think one of my favourite uh, gigs that I saw at Cribs uh, was when you guys played uh, King's Place, and I remember um, it had only just been announced, and I queued up, and um, there was like press and PR people there. And I just remember just going in and it was very intimate and it was all acoustic. And then I just remember he said, oh, oh now we're going to go electric. And then like the curtain came down, if I remember rightly, and it was all lights. And then it was all, it was just it, one of my favorite, uh, favorite gigs. And I just, I just remember you guys just killed it. And then such a, like you said, such a small venue um, and to play that and have that intimate experience, it was, it's definitely, um, one of my favorite shows that I managed to get to. And um, what other projects have you been working on? Well, I actually, uh, I have a, a few side projects actually, because uh, sometimes I have to take a little break from the funk. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm working on three other, a little bit more low key uh, projects. That's uh, is, one is a uh, lo-fi, it's all instrumental stuff when it's like a lo-fi um yeah i don't know what to call it it's, it's called fat cat so sofa beats and it's still kind of funky but very mellow and then i have something that's very chill called lucid matter that also has beats but it's a little bit more space spacey and uh, i have a third <laughs> that's like piano instrumental stuff just to vibe to and relax to called uh, Butterfly Pacific. And that I've been, uh, yeah, I've been actually writing a whole lot of tracks for those projects, but um, I have to be careful. I'm not competing too much with myself when I try to release them. So, uh, so it, slowly I'm, I'm just, uh, yeah, working on these uh, other. And right now I'm, I'm back to, uh, since I'm going to be touring, I'm, I'm working on a new album for, uh, my my main act. <laughs> is there any um, is there any plans for uh, some kind of third eye girl reunion down the line? You know, perhaps a celebration down the line. Has there been any talk that you can share? Or there has definitely been talk, but no definite planning. So uh, it will happen, I'm sure, at some point, but timing has to be right you know donna and hannah has been there uh, having kids <laughs> and i've been touring and everything has to uh uh yes we just have to i think we have to plan very far ahead for it to you know 
it'd be great to see you guys like do a reunion at, at, at Paisley at Celebration just throwing yeah. it out there but uh, you know it'd be really that'd be really something to to see and uh I know we all want to you know we're in contact it's just it's the timing of things to make it uh to make it all right and how to to do it how to also come back in a good way to also honor Prince the way we want to do it and yeah yeah that's understandable when everyone's busy with their own schedules and stuff like that so yeah, it's really um one of the questions we had was um how did uh i don't know if you can share this how did lizzo end up on um boy trouble uh do you know that I, story no i don't know how she, i think uh i think prince just thought she was cool and reached out <laughs> well this is the thing you know a lot of people that um Prince worked with recently, like Lizzo and uh, Danny Lear as well, have uh, basically blown up as well. And he's he could yeah. definitely um, he could definitely recognise talent. Oh, also, what was it like to perform with uh, MPG? That was my other question. Oh yeah, it was great. You know, I have uh, I have not played this music for uh, so long, <laughs> and uh, and some of the stuff I never played because we didn't play it when I was playing with Prince. So, but basically, I, I it was a it was a vitamin injection for me too because it it made me uh, you know it had a bit of the vibe. Everybody played so great, and it was like you know. Uh, yeah, I I just remembered lot, lots of things just by playing, you know, playing that style of music, playing it with people who who knows how to play it, and uh, yeah, it 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 inspired me a lot to uh, write new music, but also to tighten up my band and <laughs> all that. So uh, yeah, I was uh, yeah, yeah like it was, of course it was great. I mean, this has been quite. Uh, this this like it's been a little bit of a purple year for me because I, I met Renato Neto. We we were touring in Brazil, oh. and, and I met Renato. And then uh, uh, in July, Liv uh, Warfield came uh, and like to my show, and I went to her. Like we swapped, uh, we played at the same festival, and it was, you know, it was really great. And then I met Morris and the guys after, and uh, you know, Mike Scott and Morris is like. Uh, yeah, it was uh, very dear to me and old friends. So, uh, and you really? know, I got to meet uh, meet the other uh, MPG members too that uh, that I didn't play with before. It was just very cool. Yeah, because so, I think for fans, it's always great to see you know, like you and Liv hanging out. Um, yeah. you hanging out, and we've been incredibly lucky to, you know, Liv came over and she blew the roof off the jazz cafe. And then obviously MPG came over and Tony and Morris and, uh, and the rest of the MPG, they did a really, really great show in Coco in July, just gone. Um, so, you know, we, as you know, and it's really great for you, you know, a, a lot of the artists that worked with Prince to, you know, come over and perform for us. And it, you know, it does, it, it keeps it going and it's incredibly you know, appreciated from us, you know, to see that. Where can people find out information about you on social media and it's all uh, your four dates? Yeah, on 
like on my social media platforms, to, uh, of course, but uh, um, if you want to go directly to the source, uh, then uh, to see my tour is on my uh, website, which is uh, edanilsonbase.com. And there's every all the info. And then, of course, I, I have uh, like my Twitter and Instagram handle is also edanilsonbase. Uh, and, uh, and the Facebook is just edanilson. Right, cool. And I'm posting like the tour updates. I'm posting tour posters and and stuff. But of course, for the UK stuff, we'll be playing Ronnie Scott's uh, this Thursday. This, yeah, Thursday, and then we'll be playing a band on the wall in Manchester on uh, Friday. Cool. And uh, yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know if you can tell me anything about. Uh, I don't know if you remember the Third Eye Girl streams where it was just the live streams from Paisley Park. Oh yeah. And how they came about, was it just Prince wanting to jam and then just putting it out as a live stream? Yes, I mean, there was so much stuff bubbling at that time with different stuff we did to, uh, uh, so so this was just a, a part of what we did. And we, you know, we did also a lot of little video clips uh, and uh, I don't exactly remember what came, I, I suppose like first we did those video clips with who is third eye girl and try to make it mystical and 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 we didn't even uh, we didn't even know that the band was supposed to call be called third eye girl when we did those videos so it was really and then the jams I think came a little later but also before we really uh, was touring that much so um, I think it was just part of the trying to create some interesting content and have some button bubbly stuff going on. I think looking back, I remember, and it was like, what, what, what is this? And third eye, I remember it was like, what is third eye girl? It's very um, mysterious and it's very almost like, you know, what is the matrix? It was that kind of vibe of, and then yeah, I think yeah. it was just like, oh, you, you, each one of you had a, your own little video and discussing it. I was like, oh, I think it's her. Oh, I think it's... And it was, um, well, it was just the whole look and feel of you as Dead Eye Girl. It, it was quite unique at the time as well. And and how we built it up on social media as well, I thought was very, very clever. <laughs> it must have been a bit of a, literally a hit and run for you guys as well, just to go from one venue to another. <laughs> You know, we didn't know when we were playing either. So I remember uh, once, I think there was just a lot of stuff on hold all the time. And then depending on conditions and uh, also how Prince was feeling about playing or not. But I remember I've, I had some friends who were in London and I went out for dinner with them. And I just arrived at the dinner and I got a text <laughs> saying, we're playing tonight get here as soon as you can so I had to go back to the hotel and then actually then it turned out uh we were not playing so <laughs> I went back to, so it was really uh you know it was very crazy short for you as much as it was for the fans yeah yeah Wanna, you know, I just, of course, I hope a lot of people is gonna come uh, to the shows that Ronnie Scott and Band on the Wall, and uh, yeah, just saying we're looking forward, and it's gonna be really, really funky. That's a promise. We look forward to seeing you, and please come back again. And yes, of course. Thanks for uh, having me, and uh, see you.